You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Trash Pandas. I am one of your hosts, Lindsay, and this is my marvelous, somewhat broken co-host, <laughs> Lauren. Lauren. Poor Lauren. <laughs> I broke my foot. Lauren Stop had a rough week. <laughs> oh, well. I'm sorry. That's okay. Lots of time to catch up on watching some stuff, though, so that's cool. Good thing we like doing that. Yeah, exactly, and I was, like, (laughs) super prepared tonight. I was like, I can just kind of sit back and relax and watch other stuff before I go on, and, like... Gosh, you did your homework ahead of time? I did, and, okay, so, you know how, like, back in the, like, summertime when we were, like, hanging out doing it at your house, like, every single day, we'd be, like, cramming an episode and right before we go on we'll be watching it in like two times speed (laughs) and like that's how I was doing it every week from then (laughs) but nope not this time good for you (laughs) thanks (laughs) (laughs) um well I don't have much to talk about I haven't this week has been so stressful for me um we had students return to the building so that was a big thing going on and just a bunch of other stuff happening around, but um, I did listen or I'm listening to um, the audiobook called Born a Crime by Trevor Noah, who Ooh. hosts The Daily Show. So it's it's really interesting. It's funny. Um, it's a good listen if you're looking for a new book to listen to. Um, it talks a lot about the apartheid in South Africa, um, which... I didn't know a lot about, I knew like the basics of it, but he like kind of really goes into it. So, um, it's interesting. Uh, it's a good, it's a good read. Yeah. Or a good listen. I like him actually reading it. So yeah, that's cool. I kind of would like to check that out actually. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. I've just been watching, uh, just my usual things like marrying millions and thousand pound sisters for the first time ever. I'm like, well, not ever, but in a long time, I'm like running out of stuff to watch because I'm like just sitting around doing absolutely nothing. So wow. you know how it is watching that Bob's burgers, memorizing it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive into 90 day. Yep. Let's do it. Um, there's a lot to unpack in this episode, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, there actually is. We're going to have to definitely keep an eye on the time tonight. Speed it up. Yep. Um. So let's talk about Yari. 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 That was like a mix <laughs> of the two. Uh, Yara and Jovi. <laughs> so <laughs> after their engagement party, um, which ended with them fighting because Jovi just ignored Yara and left her to her own devices at the party. Um, So the next day they're talking in bed, they're at his parents' house still, and um, they're still kind of arguing. Like Yara's just like, I'm unhappy and I need respect. And last night should have been about both of us and not just about you talking to people. And you have to remember to just leave her like that. Right. And these are people she's never met before. She doesn't speak the language. She's she has every reason pregnant. To be upset. Um, yeah. And, she, you know, she cries and she says, 
Um, if she would have known her life would have been like this in America, she would have never came. And she tells Joey that he needs to stop drinking. And of course, he's like, I don't drink that much. No, I'm not going to stop drinking. What, just because you're pregnant, I'm going to stop drinking? I really like that he was like, not that drunk. And I'm just right. Like, okay. Yeah, he's, <laughs> it's always like, drunk. right. It's always he's not that drunk or he doesn't drink that much or it's just, dude, you need to slow down. Um. So, yeah, it, she just voices her unhappiness and he says that he's going to try to be more caring and um he's going to try to drink a little bit less <laughs> right just a little bit <laughs> which probably still means like a six pack a day at least <laughs> minimum yeah. yeah bare minimum how many drinks do you think didn't he chug like in the episode where we meet him didn't he chug like two tall boys before he just like he's like all right let's go and, like grab like, the- <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know <laughs> like he's just such- like a frat boy <laughs> such a frat boy he totally is oh uh, so um yeah then they go out and they talk to his parents because they're staying at their house like i said and um it seems like his dad's not really excited about the pregnancy he's kind of like uh, questioning yeah that. like are you sure you're making the right decision I'm like, dude, she's idea, already knocked man? up. I know. Yeah, you're kind of already screwed at this, this point. This is already like... your grandchild. So <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to accomplish here. I know. And it's like, are you trying to like make her feel uncomfortable? Because they were saying before, like, what happens if it doesn't work out? Then like, and she moves to another country with like the kid or whatever, how hard it would be to like see them. And now they're like purposely making her feel like uncomfortable and stuff like being there. Like maybe if they don't get married, it won't be an issue, but it's like, she's pregnant though. It's like, there's more, there's more than just her like marrying into your family. Now it's like straight up. She's like birthing a child. (laughs) That's related to you. Right. (laughs) Your grandchild. Uh, So um, his mom Oh, they're talking about the pregnancy. And his mom was like, when you guys find out, were you like, oh, shit? And Joby was like, basically, yeah, I was like, oh, shit. And Dara's <laughs> like, what do you mean you were like, oh, shit? Like, yeah, is this a problem? Like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, I felt so bad for her. That? And then I she's know. like, you know, if that's how you felt, maybe you should have been using protection. Like. Yeah, completely unreasonable request. You weren't trying that hard not to have a baby. So that's your reaction. Oh, shit. Like, (laughs) yeah, that was very bizarre to me because I was like, why would you like even suggest to them that that's like a way to react about it? Like, talk about that, like in private or whatever, but like making her feel like poorly about becoming pregnant. Like she purposely did that or something. Right. And especially like after she'd been through a miscarriage, it's like, right. A lot of people are like, oh, that's awesome. Otherwise, if you've been through a miscarriage already and you weren't ready to have a fucking kid, then you'd be like, let's make sure that doesn't happen again. Right. So um, then it turns to wedding talk. And we know from the very beginning that Yara did not want a large wedding. But now it seems like she's saying she just wants Jovi and her there. Yeah. And 
you can just see like the fire, the flames in his mom's <laughs> eyes. Like she is livid. Um Oh my god. She's like Mrs. So he tells his mom like, a clue and like she's that. like the flames coming out of the side of my face. <laughs> um like and she keeps looking at Jovi, like, you better say something. Like, you better fix this situation. And basically, Jovi's like, I'm not handling this situation today. Like, we've already fought enough. This is what she wants. This is what we're going with. Right. Um. And his dad is like, you really think this wedding is a good idea? <laughs> Just had to say that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have, like, it's, I don't, I don't know how I feel about the wedding thing. Like, I understand she wants a small wedding, but I do, like, kind of feel for Jovi's mom. Yeah, I do, too. I understand why she would be like, what the hell, I want to watch my son get married. You know, I get that. It was one thing to say, I want a small wedding, and then to be like, now I just want us to. Okay, but, like, the way that Jovi reacted to that and, like, what he said to her where he was just, like, I don't want to, like, fight about it right now. I think that he's going to, like, end up saying something to Yara in the future and be, like, at least my parents. Oh, yeah. For sure. So, that's, like, what I think is going to happen. I don't know. The entire thing is just very weird because, like, I see where Jovi's parents are coming from. But I also understand why Yara's, like, I kind of just want it to be, like, an intimate thing between the two of us. If they're just going to like Vegas or something, you know, it's like a kind of like eloping, you know? Yeah. And his mom did get to throw them the big engagement party. So, yeah. And it was like a wedding. We watched them do a yeah. first dance. They cut a cake. Like, yeah. it yeah. was a wedding. She was wearing a white dress for Christ's sake. Right. So, yeah. Jovi's mom needs to just like back off a little bit. I agree. And dad needs to stop being such a douche oh yeah he's a total d-bag for sure yeah anyway Uh, so they they start walking around nola they have to marry in like two weeks that's the other thing too he's leaving for work yeah and like i knew i we all knew that that was like a thing so i was just like okay i understand that that's like what's about to happen but i don't know the whole two weeks thing seems like that was poorly planned out um, yeah, and, like, you need to figure out this wedding shit. Right. <laughs> they, they don't even have, like, an, a, a basic idea. They're just, like, we're going to Vegas. That's, like, right. what they understand to be true. Yeah. So weird. It, the entire thing is just very weird. She seems like, like, Yara even seems, like, very, like, like, I don't know how, like, what word to say. but. Or like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just like, she's so like, well, whatever, like, that's fine. Like, I don't care where I get married or what I'm wearing or, you know what I mean? It's like so weird because like girls are usually, especially really, really pretty girls like her, like, let's go get married at like, do like this big thing. And she wants her family there and stuff. And if my family can't be there, then I'm just going to get married in a, in a drive-through wedding chapel. Like, okay. It's just weird. But I mean, I'm all for it yeah so we'll see i think next week is interesting the preview for next week with them yeah definitely no reason 
idiot. I really like the part where um, she was asking him about like Mardi Gras. Oh yeah. And he knows like nothing about Mardi Gras. <laughs> he knows nothing about it. And she goes, <laughs> you celebrate, but you don't even know what you celebrate. <laughs> you need to like learn more about your culture. He's like, I don't know, just celebrate before everyone starts to go drinking again. They like, don't drink, you know, they don't go drink anymore, but they just drink before they do that. And she's like, wait, these are religious people. <laughs> what about religion says, go get fucked up. Like, <laughs> it's so funny. Listen, don't bash Mardi Gras. But, I am. Yeah, right. Exactly. It, no, come on. Like, know what it is. If you lived there your entire life, you should know what Mardi Gras <laughs> is. Ugh. Anyways. So all right. Let's move on. Yes. Stephanie. Stephanie and Ryan. Stephanie and Ryan. They're no longer together. And I really like the part where she like stabs the balloons. Okay, wait. First <laughs> of all, can we talk about why does she always have to add in my 27-year-old fiance, Ryan? <laughs> why? And every time she says it, it sounds like she's getting more and more unsure about it. <laughs> like she's like, my 27-year-old fiance, <laughs> Ryan. Maybe 2020 can eat my ass. (laughs) Fuck off and die, Ryan. I mean, seriously. (laughs) Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Lord, take me away. (laughs) Dude, he's going to have all the quotes from me. This woman is like reality TV gold. I know. And I have so much to say about her for this. There's like not a lot that happens, but I have so much to say about her personally. I probably have like more than half of my notes on this couple are like side notes that I'm making about her. Okay. So she's like crying (laughs) in in an interview saying that she's upset because she dedicated three and a half years to an effing liar. And this is when she goes and she stabbing the balloon that he gave her first she tries to step on it but it's not popping she's it's too unstable it's to like one of it. those like aluminum balloons yeah yeah or whatever so she's like trying to step on it it's not popping so she like takes out a knife and she's laughing like this maniacal <laughs> laugh and she's just like stabbing oh the balloon I loved this. This entire, oh I lived God. for it. I seriously, this is like the best mess. I love it. It was so good. I like rewound it and watched it like three fucking times. She is. Get this shit off my back porch. <laughs> I'm like, ma'am, you're renting this for the week. Right. Who are you talking to? <laughs> She's like, it's one of my cabana boys. Right. I gave him a walk. <laughs> Get this shit off my back porch. Dude. Oh my god. And then I love that she's like walking off to go see Harris. No, when she walks down the stairs in her outfit and see Harris, I wrote geriatric Barbie. <laughs> I wrote linebacker. She's walking all like her what? shoulders no. are out. What yeah. is with her fashion choices and her hair? Okay, like, the pigtails. What is I can't the, anymore with like, that messy sloppy pigtails yeah the, it's just all of the benzos and, <laughs> and then first is the lipstick 
I said that too. I wrote down the fucking lipstick purse. <laughs> what is it? Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. I wanted to watch her open it and see so what part of that compartment is actually a purse and how much of it is just like a giant showpiece. <laughs> oh my God. How it's, gaudy. So tacky. So Everything tacky. she does is gaudy and tacky. Everything is gaudy and tacky. Everything. Oh my god. Um so when she like gets there to see Harris is like waiting by the pool for her or whatever, like at a table, and she's just so weird. Like she gives him like this big hug and then she's like, Come here, Harris, take a look around. Oh, she's already fucked up. Isn't the pool beautiful? Um, oh, yeah. what did I wrote down? She said, Isn't this uh wonderful? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's already screwed up, dude. As soon as she comes down there, I don't know what she's doing, but as soon as she comes downstairs down there to like see him, she's fucked up. She needs an intervention. Like it's yeah. I know like we're laughing, but like it's no, weird. she has like some sort of like co- like dependency. She has like some substance abuse problem. Absolutely. And the other thing, the um this happens like right after this, you know, they're talking or whatever. She brings him into the house and they're talking about you know, like everything that happened and she's like, wait. I want you. Go ahead. Wait, wait, first, hold on. We'll get there. We didn't talk about Harris. Um, that is Harris. No, I know, but we didn't talk about, he says he's like, when Stephanie called him, he was like, I dropped everything in the middle of the mm-hmm. night to ride a bus for four hours, mm-hmm. then hop on a boat for two hours. To yeah, come, I wrote six hours of travel. That was all I wrote about to it. To come see Stephanie. Like, he knows that he's going to get something from this. Like, well, yeah. I think monetarily he's motivated by it. Yeah. And then um, they're talking and Stephanie's, like, telling him, like, for real, it's for real over this time. And Harris is basically saying, like, I warned you. Like, I told you he wasn't a good person. And, like, he wasn't going to manipulate you. And then this is what you're talking about. Go ahead. Um, she just asked him to stay with with them with her for like three or four nights until she goes back to Michigan. And yeah. while she's talking to him, she's like doing these weird like head nods and like eye rolling, and she's got like one eye half open, and she's just being like, you can tell that she's like screwed up. So. <clears throat> At one point, like, he agrees to stay. And when she stands up from the couch, she's, like, has to, like, think about what she's doing next. Like, she pauses and she, like, kind of, like, looks off, like, where am I going now? And then, like, starts to walk up the stairs to, like, let him get cleaned up before they go out for drinks. Which I'm like, Stephanie, well, I don't think you need any more drinks, girl. Did you also notice when she was like, I appreciate you, Ryan yeah. Harris. Yep. So much. Yeah. And I was just like, girl, like I like it's like that's scary. Yeah, it's intense. Um, yeah. She gets more and more screwed up the more episodes we see her in. I know. It's like is this what you do on vacation? But that's not good. That's not just her vacation. She was kind of like that before. I mean, she was a little weird before, but nowhere near this. So I'm I like, feel like what happened was that she always takes whatever concoction she takes 
And then uh, she got into this fight with with Ryan, and now she's just taking more of that concoction because she's and pissed off. Mixing it with alcohol. And mixing it with alcohol, exactly. She's got to be. I mean, that there's no other way that that's... It's not good. No, it's not good. Um, all right. Brandon and Julia. Yep. Um, Brandon is like, they're at dinner with his parents. They're drinking apothic wine. Um, but Brandon's just like kind of nonchalant about the wedding because it's like the beginning of COVID and he's like, well, you know, if we have to, we can just go like sign some papers and get married. And this like pisses Julia off because she really wants the big church wedding. And, um, but like, I see what, where he's coming from, where he's like, if we need to keep your visa, we'll just sign the paperwork and then we can have the wedding at like a later date, like the big wedding, the church ceremony. Um, but other than that, I also have that Julia is going dress shopping and Betty invites herself to go because mm-hmm. of course Betty does. Um, and they go and Julia is like so cute, excited to try on these wedding dresses. Oh yeah. I mean, I think that any girl would be for sure. I was excited to watch her do it. I love watching people wedding dress shop. Yeah. Like, um, I wonder what my dress is going to look like. She was just like, so like, it was really cute because we don't normally see her very excited about things. Yeah. (laughs) So in this, like Brandon, Brandon goes with, because Julia wants Brandon there. She didn't want Betty there. Um, But Brandon tells Betty, like, just stay neutral on your opinions. And Betty's just like really put off by this. She was like, really? And I was happy that she said that it sounded like a Brandon thing. Cause I would hate for that to make her not like Julia even more. Yeah. You know? So I was like happy that she thought that that was like more of like a Brandon thing and not so much Julia, but she sticks true to it. I didn't hear her say anything bad. I mean, there was a couple times where like on her face, it was kind of like written on her face that she didn't like the dress as much I was like oh I bet you these dresses are like way too revealing for her you think so I don't know I it that's just the way that it like her face read to me like they would like go to her and she'd be like smiling but it was like a very like you know yeah, yeah the dresses were all beautiful but uh, if for like a mom and stuff I think that like a mom like that I think it would be like awkward she didn't like what seeing hickeys but I'm sure she doesn't want her right right that's true between the boobs you know she's a puritan puritan for sure (laughs) she wants to while she's trying on the dresses they call julia's mom and like facetime her so julia's mom can see some of it which is nice i love listening to julia speak to her mom in russian Mm -hmm. like how quick i just love the sound of it it's really cool um Brandon's sitting there and he's just like so indifferent and he's just annoying. Like I would be annoyed if I was Julia too. Like 
give me some input. I want your Yeah, input. he's like yawning. Yeah, he's like, it's nice. It's a nice dress. Like, that's not the reaction I want from my fiance. <laughs> right. I agree. I so, I was like, why is he even there to begin with? Yeah, she <laughs> wanted him there. I I don't know. Um, that's all that really happens with them. They don't she doesn't end up getting a dress as far as I saw. No, she doesn't or maybe or maybe she does but didn't tell us. I don't know. No, I don't think so because I think that I recall like the dress lady being like, Oh yeah, just like think about what you had today and then you know, like let us know when you're ready or whatever to like purchase something. I I think she was just going to like look at styles and see yeah what she liked. Yeah, and that was pretty much it for them. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. A lot of these I had like more notes than I really needed. What? I said I always have like more notes than I really needed. Oh. So I think it's like a lot of stuff. Do you want to talk about Natalie and Mike? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Natalie is still upset. Surprise, surprise. Um, and she calls her friend Svetlana to talk. And she's, like, explaining the issue uh, between her and Mike and, like, the whole, like, not having her ring and, like, you know, her stay- him staying at his friend Sarah's house and all that other stuff. And Svetlana's just kind of, like, like, I like, she's, okay, so Natalie's, like, I think that he's mad at me is what she says. And I'm, like, yeah, dude, of course he's mad at you. You, like, gave him back your ring. And Svetlana's just kind of like, you need to like calm down and, you know, like talk. That's basically what I have written down. Yeah. And so this like calms Natalie down enough that she like is ready to talk to him. And she says, first I build the trust and then I have the ring. So like the entire intention is to get him to trust that she's not jealous anymore and that they've like moved on from this and then she'll get her ring back and she'll be better. So she goes to like go talk to him and he's like cut chopping wood, you know. Uh of course he is. And she like comes over and I just I don't really like her because she's like comes over like, oh what a beautiful day it is. And I'm like, if if she came over to me after all of that and was saying like <laughs> what a beautiful day it is and stuff, I'd be like, what is about to happen? I'd be like, what do you want? What are we about to fight about right now? Yeah. You know. So I don't, I get why he totally have, has his guard up the entire time talking to her. But um, mostly she just kind of like apologizes and says that she's wants to just like trust him and, you know, like forgive and forget, so to speak. That's like what she says. And that <clears throat> she just like wants to move on and like start from the beginning. And he's like pretty uh, okay with that, I guess. That's like everything I have written down for them. Yeah, I mean, I understand like Mike being like how he has a guard up with her, but like you are running out of time. You only have so much time. So if you're going to continue to have your guard up and continue to not want to work on things with her, then just send her home. Right. Um, Tell her that it's not going to happen. Like, you do it. Tell her that. Um, he just has like no light left in his eyes. Like he's just, yeah. like, he seems just so defeated. 
He but is can, miserable. Yeah. Yeah. We know he's miserable. Yeah. He's actually, just, there's no, he doesn't smile. He doesn't, I don't think I've seen him smile or laugh or anything like that this entire time, except for the one time where he's like, I can see it in your eyeballs. Yeah. Like the only time. Yeah. So I don't know. And it just bothers me that we know where this is headed. Like, and at this point, it's probably got to be like only 15 days away from them getting it's married. It's so obviously a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm curious to see how this ends for them. Like, I know that they get married, but I mean, like, how Where long are they now? divorced? Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> what a terrible thing for me to say. I, I mean, but it's just like all we've seen is a disaster. Yeah. So it's like, how could you, no one in their right mind would think that that's going to work. I agree. Um, Tariq and Hazel. Yep. They're looking for a girlfriend still. And they're looking at, you know, plenty of fish or wherever the fuck they're looking. And of course, everyone's <laughs> a catfish or fake profiles. <laughs> what? It, no, it's true. It's just so funny because then Hazel's like, I like that one. And Tariq's like, yeah, it's a fake. It's yeah, not that's a not real a real profile. person. I know this poor girl like doesn't actually really understand that about it's so terrible. It's so terrible. she is like very adamant like about not wanting to date an Asian woman. Uh because uh Tariq is into Thai women. Obviously. And, yeah. and um this like makes her jealous. It she thinks that like Tariq will end up like like showing favoritism towards the girlfriend if she's Thai. Hazel is very immature. And like the more I see of her on screen, the more I like see her immaturity. Um, And she doesn't have much personality. So it's really hard to like understand her motives and like who she is as a person. Right. Um, so Tariq makes the dumb suggestion to talk to Minty, who is their ex-girlfriend, to ask her for advice. <clears throat> Why do you think this would help, Tariq? The entire time, as soon as they said that they were going to like call her, I was like, well, what is the point of this? I don't understand. And immediately Hazel's pissed off. She's like, I don't trust you because what is this some sort of plan like to bring her back into our lives? And yeah, and he says that he wants to do this because she knows them like, like very well. And I was like, didn't they date for like three days? Yeah, like a couple weeks, if that. Like she was talking to Tariq for a few weeks and then... Like, then brought Hazel in, and then it was, like, a few days. So, like, what I understand is, like, they were, so, like, okay, he and Hazel broke up. He started dating Minty for a couple of weeks. Him and Hazel got back together. He decided that he didn't want to break up with Minty either, and Hazel was, like, also, like, okay, let's do girls together. And so then they all started dating, and then Hazel was, like, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore, and then they all had to break up. Yeah. Right? So why you think that you would call Minty of 
all people to get to get her to tell you whether like what kind of person you should be dating this is this was totally planned on Tariq's part oh yeah for sure to have it be like to talk to her again yeah to talk to her again and to have her suggest that they get back together yes so it was interesting that we got to see Minty yeah and like hear her talk uh so Hazel was just giving Minty the biggest attitude the entire time, which I don't really blame her. I'd be pissed off Same. too. Um, but Minty does suggest like, well, if you're looking for a girlfriend, like why not me? And but Minty isn't in it because she likes Hazel. No, she's in it because she likes Tariq. She just likes Tariq. And then she's like, well, if I have to be with Hazel too, then I will. But that's the thing is that, Hazel's looking for a girl that will be with Tariq and Hazel. Yeah. Okay. Right. And Minty is looking for somebody who will be with, no, she's looking to just be with Tariq. Right. But will tolerate Hazel. There's not going to be a connection like a girlfriend, girlfriend connection between Hazel and Minty. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a mess. Um, yeah, he just needs to completely stop talking to her or that relationship's going to be over. And then she even said, like, when they when they hung up, she was like, did, you, did we really need to ask somebody or did you just want to talk to her? And I'm like, duh, she just wants to talk to her. Right, of course, 1,000%. All right, we're flying through this. I know. Good for us. I'm All proud right. of us. Rebecca and Ziad. So Ziad's at the apartment alone and he's he's trying to figure out how to use the dishwasher. And first of all, he puts the pans in the top part of the dishwasher, which is a no-go. Which is a no-go. <laughs> I think that, that you're not like, supposed to put him up there. Then he's like, Tunisia, Tunisia for the clothes. Like, he's saying to the cameraman, like, and pointing at the dishwasher, like, we have this in Tunisia for clothes, like a washing machine. Is like, right. Tunisia for the clothes, but for the chicken? No. And I'm like, for the chicken, what the fuck is he talking I about? I love it because I think he meant in the kitchen. Kitchen, yeah. Yeah. But at but first, I rewound it because I was like, did he just say he put a chicken in there? And then... I was like, never mind. I think he met kitchen. It was so the cute. chicken. <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> that it's cute that he's trying. The only thing that really bothered me is he put that fucking spoon back in the drawer, and it was the wrong way. All oh. of them were facing one way, and it drove me crazy. When you he know Rebecca me. comes home at night and like has to rearrange everything. <laughs> yup, I sure do. At least he's trying. Yeah, he is. Um, so Rebecca is working all of the time. This is in the beginning of COVID again, now that we're seeing. And um, so she's working a lot. Uh, but she took the day off and planned something special for the two of them to do. Yeah. And I wrote down, how about go get your fucking furniture? Right. Do they still not have their furniture? I didn't think so. 
Oh my God. It didn't look like it to me, but I was kind of just being super, you know, judgmental of them. So if he doesn't have furniture to sit on during the day, <laughs> that is not. Go get your fucking furniture out of the goddamn whatever you call it locker. Let that thing. hot twenty-four-year-old help him. Yeah, call Hannah. <laughs> get get Hannah back here. We need some fucking furniture. <laughs> so, um, she rented them a cabin that is part of a wedding venue, or like is on a wedding venue. I don't know. But um, she wants to take him there to obviously have a night away, but also to check it out, to have a wedding there. So when they get there, um, she has a surprise for him. A horse and carriage pulls up. Ziad is very happy to see the horse. Um, it was a beautiful horse. Yeah. Um, um, Dragon was his name, and he was huge and beautiful. Yeah. Um, Yes. I like that he was like, I like horse. Yeah. He was like, he's so handsome. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I like horse. (laughs) I like, you know, the animals. So Ziad mentions, um, oh, sorry. They're in the carriage. Lovely, romantic, blah, blah, blah. Rebecca's speaking in caveman to Ziad because she doesn't, (laughs) doesn't think that he can understand anything. Or maybe he can't, but then it's like, he needs to learn. Just talk to him like Like, a normal person. Talk to him normally. Emphasize. I don't understand what the problem is. You can slow down what you're saying, but you don't have to remove, like, word. It's weird. I don't like it. So it's rid of, like, the and. Yeah. It's like those, like, filler words that kind of, like, pop out to form a sentence. So. While they're in the carriage, Rebecca's like, we could have a beautiful wedding here, you know? And he's like, no, it's like everything, like his point, what, what, what I was gathering was because everything that of the, that's going on in the world, we should probably just do like a court marriage. Yeah. Just get it done yeah. during the 90 days and then worry about having a wedding after. Right. But she's like, she just keeps saying beautiful wedding, beautiful wedding, like over and over how much she wants a beautiful wedding. And I'm like, girl, this is your fourth wedding. He's more concerned about coronavirus than she is. Right. He's taking it more seriously than she is. Like the American thinks it's a joke. Right. So <laughs> So then they go back to the cabin and Zied saying they're talking about how he, well, I guess he drops the bombshell on her that he needs to marry before Ramadan mm-hmm. um, because during Ramadan, he's not allowed to stay like in the same household as Rebecca. Yeah, unmarried women. So she would have, like, if they're not married before that time, she would have to go stay somewhere else. And she is just, like, flabbergasted. Like, she just does not understand why he didn't tell her this and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what's so funny is that you're so quick to be like, well, that's part of Ziad's conservative Muslim beliefs. Like, to everyone else. But when he's actually practicing his belief and saying, like, 
I can't do this. She's just shocked. And once again, maybe do some research and ask the person that you're with about their beliefs and about their traditions and these things. Like, it's just so ignorant. And I understand where she was like, why didn't you tell me that? But then he made a really good valid point where he was like, well, we didn't know when our visa was going to start. So how was I supposed to know that we were going to do it towards Ramadan? However, he probably should have like made mention of that when he figured that out. But I don't know. You have to get, you have to get married either way during these 90 days. So here's the thing. Just sign the fucking paperwork tomorrow. Right. Be married on paper. Okay. And then do your wedding right. later on when you guys can plan out some big fucking wedding and not right. have to like, why is this an issue? I don't understand why all these people are having an issue with it. It's just okay. like, just like with, uh, what was it? Julia and Brandon. Yeah. While he was like, oh yeah. Like we haven't even gotten our marriage license yet. Like right. you, you have to get married within the 90 days. So why don't you just do that like immediately go do that now, sign the shit and then get married later. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't know why these people are all really big procrastinators. I mean, I guess like I get the whole, like, well, let's get used to each other thing, but it's just like, you might as well just at least get the paperwork out of the way and you can sign it the day you get married, but just have it. So you can just do it if you need to. Yeah. I I don't know. I still don't even like that argument this is to get used to each other these 90 days like yeah. you should already know each other at that yeah, point. you shouldn't be bringing someone to america right. to like possibly get rid of their entire life because right. you guys don't know each other right what so um that's really all i have for rebecca and zia same that's like where mine ends and then i have amira and andrew and yep. that's This is the most action we've got out of them this entire fucking time. Seriously, it is. And it's really not even that great. Um, So I almost forgot about this snooze fest, but uh, she goes to go see her dad and tell him that they're going to meet in Siberia to like Serbia. Serbia. Why did I put Siberia? Um, To Serbia. Siberia would be like really, really, really weird for them to go to. <laughs> like, why are you going there? So they're in Serbia or they're going to Serbia. And that's what uh, she wants to tell her dad. And they're going to like quarantine or she's going to quarantine there for two weeks and then enter the United States to be with them. And her dad, of course, is like rightfully so skeptical and is like, oh, you do the mistake again, you know, like, cause she just went through this in Mexico and I'm like, this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about. And, um, so he starts like raising some good points to her. Like, oh, well, like, where was he when you were detained before? How come he didn't come and get you? That uh, was because, my question. Right. Why didn't he just stay at the hotel? And you and I were talking about the entire time about how he was like still going out and doing like the excursion things. And he was still like, Oh yeah, I was out in the sun today. Oh, I have this really big dinner planned tonight. And she's all like, oh, I just got home from being in a fucking shit box for three days with no way to tell what time it is or what day it is. But, you know, glad you're out getting couples massages. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) he's just like, seriously, he's like, oh gosh, like my skin is burned because I was just out 
having such a great time in Mexico. It's beautiful. Pina coladas. And she's all like, oh, I slept in a pile of vomit (laughs) for three days. So thanks. (laughs) You know? Um, Anyway, so her dad's like raising some actual issues. I mean, like he's a fucking coward is what he says. Yeah. And then finally, you know, because she's like, well, I have no other choice. Like, this is the only thing I can do. And, you know, he like gets mad at me if I decide not to do this. And the dad was like, all right, if you go do that, then I'm not going to speak to you anymore. And I personally think that's kind of unfair. I don't think that anyone should ever like, especially parents should like say stuff like that. But um, as soon as he says this, her reaction is, ah, like <laughs> she doesn't react. <laughs> that was like the perfect impression. She does not have reactions. She has zero, like her face doesn't change. Her inflection doesn't change. She just goes, ah. And, <laughs> and the dad, she's like, oh, do you hear what you're saying to me? And you know, obviously she's like concerned about that. So they cut off and then it comes back and uh, Andrew was calling Amira and like talking to her and he knows about dad's ultimatum. And he's like, if anyone is going to have like any way of like planting a bad seed of like having her not come to America, then it's gonna be him. And I'm like, are you trying to like put her against her dad or something? Because fuck you. And, um, but he wants to solidify plans today on whether or not she's going to Serbia. And um, so the smartest thing he ever fucking did was he went ahead and got an immigration lawyer to have a meeting with them, a Skype meeting or whatever, Zoom, and talk about what their options are and how she can get to America. Um, she asked some like, pretty basic questions. How long has it been since you were issued, issued your K one? She got her hers issued on March 12th, which was right before everything was shut down in the United States. Um, and so they're like, okay, obviously that's not the issue. And then they find out that the reason why she was detained in Mexico is because upon entry, they asked her what the reason for her stay was. And she said it was to meet with her fiance and I guess that was kind of like suspicious because like, yeah, it like gave him the indication that she was like possibly going to go to Mexico, get married in Mexico and then stay in Mexico, Mexico, mm-hmm. where in reality, what she should have said was vacation. Yeah. Everything would have been fine if she just said, I'm here for vacation. Yeah. Right. So, but they do find out that a possibility of having their visa reissued is that's a thing because if it's, if they miss out on their visa because of like something beyond their control, then you can have it reissued. Otherwise it's very, very hard to have it reissued ever again. But the lawyer thinks that they have a really good chance of. Right. Because it's a pandemic. It's literally a pandemic. Understandable. The other thing I wanted to say about the dad too, was that he also made mention of the pandemic and was just like, if you really loved her, you would say, then you should wait. Right. Um, So the um, immigration lawyer gets off of the call and they're sitting there talking and she's basically like, I don't believe that that's like, it's so like black and white and so simple. 
and she's scared to go to Serbia and then have like something happen or to reissue because there isn't like a guarantee that they can reissue. And he basically says he'll do whatever she wants, even though she seems like she's like skeptical about that. Yeah. Well, also to mention one more thing, and I don't know this, but the dad brought it up um, about Serbia that it's not known for like having a good human rights track. Yeah, I do remember him saying that. So I didn't know if that was, was true or not. He was worried basically about her safety while she was there. Like he right. he said he said this. I'm not saying this cuz I don't know, but he said that it's like Serbia's ran like a mafia. And that they can just take you for any reason and they don't have to give you reasons for things. Um they can just take you and lock you up and whatever. So he's worried about like not only COVID and pandemic, but how Serbia operates itself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, and, and whether or not they're going to be respectful of her and, and whether or not she's going to have issues going there or coming back, you know? Yeah. Or getting into America afterwards. You know, that's all, these are all things like left up in the air. So yeah, that's a weird thing. It's like, we were letting people in from Serbia during this time. Right. I don't know. That just seems like, but we weren't letting people in from France. From France? Yeah. I was also wondering that. I, I don't like, know. What? That's just weird. I don't know. Anyways. So, um, that's basically it, right? That is basically it. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I have um next week obviously I'm excited to see more Stephanie always but I'm really excited about this Joby Yara strip club thing yeah me too because Yara or why do I always want to call like combine their names um Joby looks like a big a-hole so yeah, yeah Joby is a big a-hole though yeah Oh, that should be fun. Um, we still haven't picked a documentary to do next week. We'll pick one very shortly. Uh, so yeah, we should probably have one by Friday. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll give you at least a week's head, heads up uh, for whatever we're doing next. And I believe that uh, next week we're also going on at, on Wednesday, aren't we? We'll talk about that. Okay. Um. But yeah, that's all I have. Yeah. All right. Well, hell yeah. Next week, we'll have more 90 Day Fiance and we'll have a documentary out for you guys. We'll figure it out for you. We'll let you know. And thanks for coming on and listening. And we can't wait to talk more trash with you. Oh, yeah. And we're talking about doing um, little intro music and stuff. So looking forward to that. Yay. We're excited to share that with you. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks for coming. All right. Bye. Bye.